millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello everyone, Poker and Politics here. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about how Donald Trump has broken all of our brains and has turned our world into the nightmare that it is. Uh, first of all, I have a few shout-outs for uh, people that are helping me out on Patreon. I appreciate this incredibly. It really is something that is inspiring to me, and I hope to be doing good work for you folks, because uh, you're giving me money, which is incredible. So, uh, first of all, a uh, shout-out from uh, Chez. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, obvious George Soros burner account. Uh, thank you so much for tipping your dealers. Thank you. And lastly but not least, uh, Chez. Thank you so much. Once again, appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And that is ye old poker chip going in the toke box, as it were. So... Uh, the thing is, I was listening to Knowledge Fight, and they talked about, like, a hypothetical uh, Twitter verification beep. Thanks, Twitter verification beep. You're the greatest. They were talking about a hypothetical QAnon for Obama, and they talked about closing Guantanamo Bay, about getting healthcare for everybody approved, all this kind of stuff. And, like, that was the, like, hypothetical starry-eyed, lunatic Obama supporter hoping these things would happen down the line and eventually we would get them. Whereas QAnon wants Donald Trump to kill all of their enemies and install a racist, fascist dictatorship. And this is the thing, is that QDrop1 was literally just an extension of the lock-her-up chance. It was... About a year after the election, it was October of 2017, and it was a statement that Hillary Clinton is about to be arrested, that uh, another Anon had said that she was going to be arrested, and then Q came in and said, yeah, her passport's been flagged, they're coming to get her, it will happen shortly, Uh, George Soros is funding Antifa riot squads to protest her arrest. 
Trump has called up the National Guard to uh, counteract these uh, astroturfed uh, riots that are being prepared to uh, protest what is happening. And uh, she's going down. And this is really what it kind of goes to show you, the difference between the left and the right in America. The left wants better health care through the government. The left wants things like Guantanamo Bay to be uh, shuttered and for America to not be committing human rights violations and being just general dirtbags. Whereas the rights fantasy for what a government should be doing is killing all the liberals and making everyone bow to the Christian God. And it, it just goes to show you how just wildly different the two worlds we live in are. Where one side has pragmatic, rational, logical things they want the government to do that would benefit the greater good. And the other side has a bloodthirsty revenge fantasy that is what they want. It is everything they want in this world. And after the election was over and Trump had won, he was just sort of like, well, I ain't going to throw Hillary in jail. That'd be dumb. I'm the president now. I really don't hate her that much. I have lots of photos of me and Hillary hanging out. Whatever. I mean... I, I get the dunk on her for the rest of my life that I beat her in an election. Take that, crooked Hillary Clinton. I owned you. And you had all of QAnon, or you just had these like just frothing-at-the-mouth troglodytes who didn't get enough out of Trump winning. That they didn't own the libs enough. That after that euphoria of winning in a couple months of Trump in office... It wasn't really enough to throw it in your local libs' face that Trump was their president and they had to eat shit about it. It, it wasn't enough to just uh, scream about MAGA and whatnot because really there was no substantive uh, benefit to your life that Trump was president unless you were really rich and his tax cut benefited you. Nothing really changed. If you're if you are a lower to middle class white dude, Donald Trump being president really didn't give you anything unless you really, really care about abortion or you're really fucking racist. I mean, it there was just no benefit, tangible benefit that you could look at and say, that's why I put that man in power. Like with Obama, we got Obamacare. Piss and moan about it as you might, or whatever, but it was a tangible, real thing that actually happened and benefited a lot of people. We were able to achieve some level of healthcare reform in this country, which was, to my way of thinking, a good thing. Did it go far enough? Did it do enough? Blah, blah, blah. It happened. So that was something you could actually hang your hat on. This was a achievement. It was a legislative thing that was done. And now you have Trump, and he's done nothing except just appoint a bunch of assholes to the courts and give millionaires and billionaires a tax break. So, if you are angry Republican troglodyte, 
What are you really looking for? What's the payoff of having Trump in office? Because he ain't going to give you anything real. The idea is that he's going to own the libs. He's going to get them and make them pay for whatever nebulous concept of that you can think of. And that's where QAnon stepped in. QAnon picked up the banner of the lock her up chant and said, it's really going to happen. We're really going to lock her up. And then it expanded from just Hillary to Podesta and Huma, and by the way, Obama's a bad guy, and oh, we're going to round up everybody, oh, and by the way, they're Satanists, and oh, by the way, they're doing something terrible in Haiti, and when we expose the, tr- when we expose the truth about Haiti, black people will stop voting for Democrats, and they'll start voting for Republicans, and just think about, just a quick aside on that, think about how just racist and pig ignorant Q is about that. Because the way Q frames this is, once black people learn the truth about Haiti, they'll hate the Democrats and vote for Republicans. Because if Q revealed the truth about, oh, say, America, that Hillary and Obama were drinking the blood of white children to obtain immortality through adrenochrome, that... Blacks would be like, oh, what do we care? White kids getting murdered for their blood by evil vampire people. Meh, whatevs. But Q's just like, oh, black people are so dumb that the only way they'll actually care about the literal vampire Satan worshippers that rule America is if they find out that it's black kids that are being murdered by them. Because that's how Q views their own racist base. That, in reality, to them, the white people that follow Q, if the truth about Haiti came out, they'd be like, oh, black kids got eaten by the cabal. Are we supposed to care? Because we're deeply racist. We're scum. We don't care. Because it ain't white kids. And that's that's how they operate. I mean, just think about the kids in cages on the border that we know have been sexually abused by the Border Patrol. We know this has happened. And this is the thing. But guess what? Those kids ain't white, so QAnon doesn't give a shit. The mole children are fictional children hidden deep in underground bunkers. And these fictional children are white in their minds. And that makes them so important. We've got to save the fake white kids. The real brown kids in cages on the border. Fuck off. We don't care about them. Because that's that's who these people are. That's, that is exactly what they believe. They believe in racism. Pure, unadulterated racism. And they think everybody feels the same way. Which is why Q has to talk about the truth about Haiti. Because the only way black people could care about children being slaughtered is if they're black children. Because that's how all deeply racist people work. And everyone's a racist. Come on. Seriously. We all know that. Liberals are just faking it. Because they're evil and bad. And they won't acknowledge the obvious overt racism in their very hearts. They won't accept that they're just as evil as we conservatives who just 
acknowledge the truth about race in America. That's how they operate. That's how they make themselves appear to be anything more than what they really are. And then you'll have these people talking about how they are the true descendants of the civil rights movement. Yet they see Black Lives Matter protesting and they call them terrorists. They will never acknowledge their own racism. They will never admit that this is what's going on. And they have Q and Trump projecting. Because Democrats are the real racists. I see it on Twitter all the time. And they'll bring out Candace Owens, they'll bring out Diamond and Silk, they'll bring out whoever they can to pretend that they are not racist. Because look, this black person who is spouting the Republican Party line is black, so how could we be racist? Hey, look, Kanye West is awesome. We totally support ye. Run for president, Kanye. You can do it. This is this is their very cynical, very ugly worldview. And it's all a part of the Trump package. That Trump himself is just incredibly cynical and just thinks that the whole point of the world is getting one over on somebody. The whole point of the world is running a con and not letting the sucker know they're being con. That's how you win. That's how you get ahead in this world, is by swindling someone. And if you swindle enough people, you become the champion of swindling, and that makes you a good person. That's the, that's the whole operation. It's the whole goal, is to just be the king of this empire of shit, where you are all bad people living purely transactional Lifestyles where everything is just, how does it benefit me? How do I make a buck? How do I get ahead? How does this improve my standing? And that's it. And this is why I am very confident that Trump will not be able to enslave America when he loses. Because the whole point of simpering and bowing and allowing Trump to be a bully and a belligerent asshole is that you're doing it because Trump's the president and he has power over you. And the moment Trump loses his election, his power will be taken away from him. So all the people like Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz and every other Republican who's ever claimed they didn't see his tweets or they don't know what he just said and no, I won't, no, I will not look at your phone to see what he said because I don't want to engage on it. All of those people will turn around and be like, oh, I never liked him anyways. Oh, Donald Trump, he was a bit of a mistake, wasn't he? They will unperson him so fast and so hard your head will spin and QAnon will be apoplectic with rage over the fact that the God Emperor has been so summarily dismissed by the people that support, supposedly supported him beforehand. That's what is coming. That's the situation. And we just have to struggle through. We have to keep muck, mucking along. And it sucks. I mean, I get DM'd by so many people and they tell me, oh, this person in my family just got sucked into QAnon. Oh, this person in my family says that uh, the, the vaccine for COVID is going to kill us all. And what do I do? How do I answer it? What do I say? How do I get them back? And it kills me to tell you, but you can't get them back. 
they have fallen for this because they want to, on some level, believe in it. It is like a reverse Matrix, where in the Matrix they always talk about how like every person who's in the Matrix is given on some subconscious level, at least, a choice between accepting the Matrix and rejecting it, and that 99% of all humans basically just accept it. And the 1%, some of them subconsciously resist it, but they don't understand why they're doing it, and blah, 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 and so on and so forth. And that's the thing about QAnon, is that the people that are following it and are buying in on it, they could look at all the research. They could break down all the evidence and see how they're being lied to, but they don't want to know it's a lie. They don't want to actually find that they're being contradicted and that they're being disproven. They want to believe. The thing is, is anyone who believes in this shit just needs to look at Q-drop number one, and they will see that it is self-contradicting. Literally, the first thing Q says is a lie. A total and utter complete lie. And people were like, oh yeah, you're talking about Hillary getting arrested. No. At the end of the Q-drop, he says, check in with someone from the National Guard. They will tell you they have been called up. He says, check for proof. This is how you'll know that what I'm saying is true. And if you did what he said, you would find out that he was lying. It's just that simple. From the very start, he was bullshitting. And he, he, he dared you to call him out on his bullshit. And no one will. No one wants to. Because to call him out on their bullshit is to admit it's all a lie. And they don't want to admit they're being lied to. They want to have fun. They want to enjoy this. They want to have power. They want to feel stronger and braver and more knowledgeable than other people. They want to believe that they are saving children and that people who resist them are bad people who hurt children. And that makes it very easy for them to hate those people. Because who doesn't want to save children? Why aren't you saving the children? That's what happens when you have these empty platitudes, these meaningless slogans like drain the swamp and save the children. It gives you a very easy angle with which to claim that you are righteous and the other side is amoral and evil. And that's how they operate. They operate from a a position of supposed strength, which is not really strength. They are lying. And they know they are lying. They don't care that they're lying. They want you to uh, buy into their bullshit because they just want another pawn in the army. They just want another person to swell their ranks and make them look bigger and more intimidating and stronger than they were the day before. And they'll be glad to sucker you in to do that. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And that's how deeply cynical and scummy they are. That whether or not this is true, it doesn't matter. What matters is that it's popular. And they view popularity as a weapon. They view numbers as a weapon. And it's tr- that's absolutely true. The more people they bring into this movement, the more legitimacy it appears to have from people on the outside. They're like, well, millions of people buy into QAnon. There's got to be something there. Because it looks interesting. And again, the surface level lies. Protect the children. Drain the swamp. It's just... We're just fans of Donald Trump. We just stand for our president and law and order. Don't you stand with Donald Trump? Don't you stand with law and order? That's their appeal to the MAGA people. And then to the hippy-dippy crunchy people, they're like, aren't vaccines kind of dangerous? Isn't this COVID thing weird? Isn't what Bill Gates doing kind of strange? It's always there. It's always implication. It's always a loaded question. When they talk about the, the Socratic method and questions to lead to answers, they have no idea what they're fucking talking about at all. Their questions are exclusively loaded questions. Questions to lead you down a path and make you believe that you came up with an answer on your own when you didn't. You were told that answer ahead of time. And that's what they do. This Podesta art looks really creepy. There's something going on there, huh? Uh, I mean, that's that's everything they do. Everything they do. Uh, look at these people around Epstein. has got to be something going on there for sure. Always just leading you on. Take those steps. Take those steps. Make the last step yourself. There you go. You got red-pilled. Now you're one of us. Now you're on the team. Now you can go poison other people's minds if you're evil. Now we can continue to spread this virus and continue to just ruin America and humanity. That's what this is all about. It's the sick game they play. And there is no way to confront it head-on with logic and evidence and facts. My Twitter feed is exclusively, I've said this before, but it's exclusively for people who are not in the cult. It is for people who are looking at the cult and trying to figure out what's going on about it, what does it mean, what's the whole story, why do they believe what they believe, and the point is is to try to inoculate you from their bullshit so that if it ever came down to it that you start looking at them without a skeptical eye, you might make a mistake. But... I can't deprogram people. I can't get people out. Uh, the greatest DMs I have ever received is people who have come out and have told me that, that I helped them in some small way to do so. But I can't do anything beyond just saying what I'm saying, showing the promoters of this for the ghouls that they are, and trying to tell people, look, you are getting in with a bad crowd, a really bad crowd of people who are all out to make a quick buck or make themselves internet famous or to do something scummy, and you should not join them and help them achieve their goals because their goals are bad and they are not going to actually care for you. They will not help you. They will not support you. If anything, they will disown you immediately. Jessica Prim got disowned immediately. The lady that attacked the Target mask display 
got disowned immediately. The guy that went on a high-speed chase in Massachusetts with his family and got stopped by the cops got disowned immediately. The moment you cause trouble, QAnon will declare that you are a Soros-funded false flag and they will dismiss you from the movement immediately. Where we go on, we go all is a lie. It is the biggest lie in all of QAnon because they do not support their fellow brothers. They do not support their allies because the moment you become problematic, they don't want anything to do with you because negative attention on that level is a little scary and they don't care for it one bit. But they they just create a situation where nothing but these things can happen. Nothing but these things will happen because the vitriol, the hatred, the seething bloodlust of QAnon is so great and so perpetual that there can be no possible outcome other than violence. Because when you do what they do, which is to completely dehumanize your enemies, completely transform them into monsters. There is no step you cannot take. There is no line you can cross that is considered unacceptable. Um, Alex Jones said after Trump tweeted out, hey, we might have to postpone this election to all the voter fraud. Voter fraud. Uh, looking bad. Don't know if we can trust this, the outcome. So, hey, we're going to have to call it off for a little while. Alex Jones' reaction was, you're right. Postpone the election. You got it, sir. Whatever you say, sir. Let me lick your boots a little bit more, sir. And it's really funny that he went even further than QAnon did, because QAnon was like, oh, Trump's trolling the libs, lol, ha ha ha, got him again, way to own the libs, Trump. But this is the thing, is that when you have declared that your enemies will enslave the nation to Moloch when they will kill the children and drink their blood for the powerful adrenochrome inside of it. When they will rise up the Antichrist and slaughter humanity. When you say that all these things will happen, of course you have to postpone the election. Of course you can't let Biden win illegitimately because once he wins, we all die. And that's What this is all about is that there is no line that you can cross that is not justifiable because your enemies are going to literally commit genocide in the name of Satan if they prevail. And why would I not install a fascist dictatorship to prevent that? Because that forestalls the rise of the Antichrist, so it's worth it. Why would I not kill these people? Because if I don't kill them, they will kill me and again give rise to the Antichrist. My enemies are demonically possessed, if not actual demons themselves. They are not even human. They are monsters. And to slay them is righteous and glorious in the name of God. That's where we are. That's what they believe. That's what they want to happen. That's what the storm is. It's being able to kill their enemies in a justifiable way. And that's all they want. They just want a justification for murder. Because once they've murdered enough liberals, the rest of the liberals will shut up and let them rule America the way it's supposed to be ruled, where women are barefoot and pregnant and broodmares of the state, 
where minorities shut up if they know what's good for them, especially the deviant weirdos who are creepy and evil, and they choose to be that way. The folks with a different skin color, they didn't have a choice, but you weirdos, you sickos, you like doing your perverted, monstrous stuff, and you know it. That's, that's how they think, that's how they operate. And me, living life on easy mode, being a white cisgendered male, uh, straight white cisgendered male, in America, literally, I'm the banker in Oregon Trail, just starting with infinite money and just loading up my wagon and winning the game because, hey, I don't have any problems. My life's pretty easy. So, I mean, I can see what they want. I can see what they're doing, and it's not acceptable. It's not cool. It's really disgraceful in a lot of ways. It's... It's just sad that hatred and division and ridicule and fear-mongering is so powerful and so present in our society. And this is what we have to deal with. This is what we have to live with. And uh, after November 3rd, it's going to get real bumpy and real wild. So let's get ready for all that fun and frivolity. Uh, beyond all that, it's time for some questions. Uh, Ryan says, where is the gate of hell located? Is it ADA compliant? Can I take a bus there? Should I wear a hot towel on my head? Are there restrooms nearby for my IBS? Uh, the gate of hell is located everywhere. We are America itself is a gate of hell right now. Where you are currently standing is a gate of hell. If you're on your couch, that is a gate of hell. We are there, and they are here. So, yes, it's ADA compliant. Uh, you can take a bus there, or you can just stand there and be there. Uh, it's totally up to you on the hot towel. That's personal preference. And uh, if you have a bathroom nearby, then you have a bathroom, so it's all fine. Um, what are tweets anyways with a... Avatar that looks like Gritty, which is awesome, says, Is Adrenochrome still a usable commodity in the Hell Dimension, or is there oversupply that has ruined the value? Um, I would figure you could still get a bottle. You could still sell a bottle for about 50 bucks. You can't see it being too much more expensive or less expensive than what we have in here. Because, again, you can make it in the lab. You don't need to kill kids anyways. Um... Skeptical Penguin says, discuss where the master internet on-off switch is and how to get to it and turn it off until we spend time figuring out how to do it right. Uh, oh man, I wish we knew where that thing was and I wish that we could get access to it. Um, <laughs> the problem really is that social media is such a cesspool that just cares about making a buck and they don't really want to do anything about policing the content of their uh, users. So we are stuck with what we have. And it's uh, it's really maddening. It's really kind of depressing. But, uh, oh boy, I would love to be able to find that thing and uh, flip that sucker off. Um... Randy Nomad says, amazing, that was the topic on Sesame Street today as well. Good, I'm glad to see they're finally covering the hard topics. Brought to you by the letter Q, of course it was, and the number 17. Um, 
Truth Synapse says two questions. Has anyone tried to hack you, and who do you expect is behind it? They feel like Roger Stone, uh, Bannon, Op, or one of the original alt minions that eventually got taken over by the Trump administration. Thoughts? Uh, to which Pride Computer, who is awesome, said that people have hacked Q. And um, what's really funny is uh, Q did get hacked, as uh, Prag has, has stated here. And literally, Code Monkey had to come down from Mount uh, Sinai and declare a certain uh, account was the Q account. So this whole thing, the fate of the world, according to QAnon, pretty much hinged on Ron Watkins saying, yeah, guys, we can trust this guy. He's totally the super secret spy that's going to save the world. That's, that's what their LARP depends on. You have to believe that is an okay thing. That that was acceptable. What if Ron Watkins had been bought off by somebody and said that the guy that was Q wasn't Q? What then? I guess we all get destroyed and the Antichrist rises up and everyone dies. So Ron Watkins' impeccable, unimpeachable integrity is all you have to buy into this shit. Period. Um... As for who started it, I don't think it was really as high up as Roger Stone and Steve Bannon. I really do think it was shit posters, and I do think it got out of hand, and I do think that grifters took it over, and I don't think that the Trump administration uses it directly, but Dan Scavino is definitely someone who knows what they're talking about and loves provoking them because he knows they're going to vote for Trump as long as he keeps them properly agitated. Um... I mean, where do you even begin, says Jay Phillips. Well, I tried. I tried as best I could. I mean, I don't know what to say. Um, and then CJG says, scary thought. Would the Republican Party fully embrace and promote Q to get some new voters? Trump voters. I don't think they would go the full way because if embracing QAnon in its entirety would alienate a lot more people than it would uh, energize. So they have to keep it on the fringes a little bit, like the Clinton body count and stuff like that. But the point is is to uh, create a poisoning atmosphere around these things. It's like what they did to Hillary Clinton for like 30 years, which is, a lot, which is what allowed Donald Trump to stay within striking distance of her to win the Electoral College, is you keep the Clinton body count and the Mensa airport and all this other shit, you keep it on the fringes, but it's there, and it lingers, it's a whisper, it's a rumor, it's a thought. What about Vince Foster? What about Benghazi? And you just you just have this narrative of all these scandals, and you just pelt Hillary with them over and over again, year after year, and it creates this narrative that she is untrustworthy, that she is corrupt, that she is power-hungry, that she is bloodthirsty, that she is murderous. And that's what allows uh, people to more easily buy into this shit. And that's how they operate. And that's what it's about, is just uh, creating uncertainty and doubt. A fog of distrust. And then using that, and then letting that slip into the mainstream. And 
the mainstream people might not know that the whole Vince Foster thing was bullshit or that uh, white water wasn't really a thing that Benghazi had been litigated and investigated a million times there was no there there but it doesn't matter because well all these things are going on there has to be something it's the whole human minds need to rationalize thing where if I tell you that the, va- the value of something is one and you tell me the value of something is a hundred, a person listening to us argue will think that the truth is somewhere around 50, where you're totally lying and one is actually correct. But because an uneducated person doesn't know which one of us is telling the truth, they gravitate to giving you a bit of the benefit of the doubt. And that's, that's how this works. That is always how this works. And uh, finally... A question from a longtime fan of the podcast, Martin Geddes, who says, If QAnon is a cult, then where are the legions of ex-members? How do you even, quote-unquote, leave QAnon? What beliefs do you have to repudiate or authorities embrace to be deprogrammed? Which open-source research is QAnon-related and unacceptable versus ordinary investigative data? Uh, there are ex-members, because people do leave uh, QAnon, because it's a LARP and it's a lie. I don't know that they are legion, but there are definitely numbers of them, and their numbers will continue to grow as the ineffectual nature of QAnon becomes more obvious. Uh, You leave QAnon by repudiating the idea that all the rich, powerful people that oppose Donald Trump are baby-eating Satanists. That would be the easiest way to, quote-unquote, repudiate it. Or to perhaps believe that Donald Trump himself is fallible. Or that Q is fallible. Because their infallibility is a core tenet of QAnon. Trump does not make mistakes. His typographical errors are not actual spelling errors. They are codes. They are secret messages being sent to the elect, to the knowledgeable, to those in the in-group, whereas the out-group are morons who do not see the brilliance of the god-emperor, and thus will have to be educated on the day of reckoning. That's always how QAnon works. Um, the uh, Which open-sourced uh, research is, is uh, QAnon-related? Oh, the stuff that says that Christy Teigen is a baby-slaughtering Satanist. Um, that Ellen DeGeneres has an ankle monitor on, where, is wearing an ankle monitor. That Tom Hanks is a pedophile. You know exactly what QAnon research is bullshit and can be easily dismissed out of hand because it is evidence-free conjecture and speculation about famous people who QAnon irrationally hates for one reason or another. Ordinary investigative data involves finding facts and evidence to support a claim. There is no facts or evidence to support the idea that Christy Teigen eats babies or that Tom Hanks is a pederast. And that is the difference. The fact that QAnon is entirely a faith-based movement, no matter what QAnon's supporters would like to tell you otherwise. They're dirtbags. They're just absolute horrible scum. Um, if you want to talk about what authorities you have to embrace in order to be deprogrammed, logic, reason, facts, science, uh, mainstream understanding of how the world works, these things. Just work-a-day stuff, Martin. That's all it is. Just 
people living their lives and doing what they do without believing in this incredible fear bubble that everyone around them is flaying babies or is running interference for the baby flayers. That's how you leave QAnon. That is how you get deprogrammed. I hope one day you're able to do it, but I doubt it because you're really invested in this shit and you're also a grifter. So that is that for Mr. Geddes, and that will be that also for Ye Old Podcast on this majestic Sunday night. Uh, Tuesday, I might do a live stream because a lot of people have been asking me if I do these podcasts live and... I feel like I'm missing out on uh, engagement with an audience by uh, recording these things all the time as I do. And I will have some free time Tuesday evening, so I may try to set up a live stream. Uh, I probably will just talk at a camera. If I can figure out how to record my stream, I might play some Settlers of Catan or some Secret Hitler or some kind of game like that. Maybe do a twi- Twitch stream. But I'm going to do something, so uh, look look for that on uh, Tuesday night, and uh, have a good one, everybody. Stay safe, and have a good day. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.